Good morning. This morning's class is dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Latife by Jimmy Gwindi. Parashat Vaera, of course, introduces us to the Makot, uh, the first many of them. And uh, in leading up to that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God turns to Moshe and tells him, Vaydaber Adonai el Moshe ve'el Aharon, Vaysavim el Bnei Yisrael ve'el Parom Melech Misraim. There's a dual, two-fold command. Speak to Am Yisrael and speak to Paro. And Rashi, citing from the rabbis, from the Hachamim, has interesting comments with regards to these two commands of Moshe from God. First and foremost, Vaisavemil Ben Israel. What do you just say to Ben Israel? Sivam Alehem Lahanhigam Benahat Vilisbolotam. Akadosh Baruch Hu turns to Moshe and says to him, you should have patience with Bnei Yisrael. Go easy on them. They've been slaves for quite some time. Understand them. Realize how to deal with them. Okay, those are leadership qualities which everyone needs Hezuk for. Ve'el paro melech misraim. But then the Pasuk says that God commands to Moshe to speak to paro melech misraim. Why so? Sivam alav lo kabod bedivrehem. It's a command to Moshe to give respect with his words to Paro. That's an interesting reference. It means in the eyes of the rabbis, this separate command to go to Paro and to speak to him is about giving him and showing him the proper respect and honor. If he'd asked me, I would have said the opposite would be in place. We're going to destroy Paro. We're going to level these makot, these plagues, and to make a mockery out of him. Sivam alehim. He has a command to go to Paro and show him the appropriate kabot. In truth, the Gemara Masechet Zevachim and Daf Kofbet has a similar statement about the command to Moshe when he is to find Paro in order to tell him about Makat Dam. The Pasuk describes how God tells him not only to find him, but he says to Moshe, God does, speak to him when he's at the Yeor, but more than that, Venitzavta Likrato. And the word, words Venitzavta Likrato seem to describe standing upright. Give the respect. The Gemara says, Le'olam, you should always have emat malchut alecha. Not only, and specifically not, because you have fear of paro, that's not what God is telling Moshe, but rather to have the appropriate respect for him. Now, what's this all about? Why are we giving respect to paro? Why is it in the eyes of the rabbis that it's necessary, or there's some sort of lesson to be derived from Moshe's appropriate respect for paro? Maharsha in his commentary to that Gemara in Zivahim cites a Gemara in Masechet Berachot and Dafnun Chet. The Gemara over there tells about Rav Sheshat. Rav Sheshat, the Gemara tells us, was Sagi Nahor. He was blind. He was present, together with many other people, as a non-Jewish king would be passing through. And nobody knew when the king was coming. As the first entourage passed by, the people surrounding Rav Sheshat, specifically the heretic at his side, said, that must be the king. Rav Sheshat said, ah, nonsense, that's just the legion, that's just the people proceeding, and indeed, it was just the first march in the uh, parade of the king. And then the next one, there's a whole uh, noise and uh, fanfare, etc., and everybody, including the person next to Rav Sheshat, again says, that must be the king, again says, absolutely not. Ultimately speaking, with a silent and very simple passing by, says Rav Sheshat, that must be the king, and indeed it's so. The heretic sits standing next to Rav Sheshat, as the Gemara describes it, says, how do you know so? And his response is, 
because malchut de'ar'a, because monarchy, kingship in this world, is just like malchut de'shemaya, the monarchy, the kingship of God. In the same way that Eliyahu Navi was taught by God that he doesn't appear with all the fanfare, noise, and a tremendous presence in that respect, so too it must be that in this world it's so as well. Maybe the lesson to us through Moshe from God is that our appreciation of matters and things in this world could and should be funneled, they should be seen through the perspective of how can I appreciate my experiences here which will influence my experience and my appreciation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Meaning, Moshe, understand the kavod that's due to Paro, not because Paro deserves it, but because through that kavod to him, you'll have an appreciation of what it means to have kavod for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You'll be able to experience through, and it's a challenge to each of us, through our actions in this world in the very mundane sense and way, be able to funnel that, be able to give a certain prism for ourselves in terms of our relationship with God. The Gemara, for example, Masechet Shabbat and Davkof Yotet, Mesilat Yisharim quotes this in Perik Yotet, says that Rav Nachman, in preparing for Shabbat, would bring things inside of the house and outside of the house. Are you familiar with this one, Sammy? And so the Gemara says that as he would do so, and it was Rav Nachman, uh, it's, uh, it's your man, Al. Uh, it says Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman was no uh, small fry. He's one of the great Emoraim. As he was doing so, he would say, I'm imagining if Rabbi Amen, Rabbi Aseh were present here, wouldn't I be running in and out of the house to serve them? Do you understand the imagery that he brought for himself there as well? The description is, I want to appropriately, properly serve God. Let me see it through this world of appreciation. What do I get passionate about? Who do I have fear from? What do I understand as not the nonsense of pop, pomp and ceremony, but what's the significance of it? How do I instill within myself an awe, a feeling of fear appropriately for God? Let me see that through this world experience. It goes for passion. It goes for excitement. What are we excited and passionate about? Don't rip that out of you. Use that and understand that as what you can do and should be doing in your relationship with God as well. The Gemara Masechet Berachot and the tells about how on the deathbed of Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai, his students came to him and begged him for a beracha, for a blessing, and his blessing is a jarring one. This is the students of Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai. This is important people from an important person, and famously he says to them, Yehira son, the will of heaven should be that your morah, your fear of heaven, should be like your fear of human beings. And they turn him and say, that's it? Uh, nothing more? That's all you have for us, Rabbi? And he says, Halevai, if only. What do you mean, if only? Can you imagine, he says to them, people will sin in this world assuming and realizing nobody's watching me. And that's how the story ends. What's the lesson? What are you supposed to derive from that? Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai to his students, unless it's the same point. He says to them, let your fear of heaven be understood through your fear of human beings. Not that it is fear of human beings which should inspire you to fear God, but let it inspire you to under appreciate, to understand, to visualize God's presence in your life. I'll conclude with, in this context, how Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky, known as Rabbi Yankel Galinsky, the great Magid for many years, passed away just a couple of years ago, how he told how 
in his years, and he spent some unfortunate years in Siberia, he came in contact with several communists, communist Jews who became atheists. And he met one of them years later, if he didn't tell the story, if it wasn't coming from him, I would say, well, maybe even so, as a made up, so it's too good to be true, this story. So he says he comes in contact with one, a man whom he had fought with about emunah, about bitahon, about an acknowledgement of God, and he sees this man now living in Israel with a beard and a kippah, and he says to him, oh, what happened? I know it's been decades, but what changed? He said, I have to tell you the truth. In the 1960s, I was watching TV with my friends, fellow atheists, and we saw a man step onto the moon. And as that was happening, I noticed that there was uh, gears that were in uh, motion, that the door to the spaceship uh, opened up. And we were wondering, where's that happening from? And then we heard over, over the airways that that was coming from, I guess, Houston. It was coming from down below. And then we saw a small tractor go out and collect uh, rocks on the moon. And we wondered, who's controlling that? And we realized it was people down on Earth, again, who were controlling that. It inspired me, it occurred to me in that moment, if forever, what I claim to the believers, you're telling me there's a little man up there in heaven who's controlling things down here below? Give me a break. Nonsense. Ridiculous. Now I experienced it. I saw it in the opposite direction. People, little men on this world affecting things going up on up there. How could I scoff? How could I deny a reality, an existence, a, a matter which could be a reality, could be true and real and genuine if I felt it and experienced it in real time in this world? The message again, ch channeling back, circling back to Moshe and Parol, two times the rabbis imagine and realize that God commands Moshe, don't just speak to Paro. Don't just look at Paro and treat him like a nothing. Give him respect. Understand, appreciate the Gemara Berachot and Dafyotet says, you're supposed to, and they used to run to greet not only kings who were Jewish, they didn't have any at that time, but even non-Jewish kings. And the Gemara says, even to violate Isturim Banan to do so. Why so? so that you realize and understand what it is to see, to behold Malchut Shemaim. In our own lives, there are many, many matters that we respect very much, not taking away from that. There are many situations where we're passionate and excited to be engaged and involved in it. There are many people whom we respect and honor, not taking away from any of them. I believe the message to Moshe and in turn to us from Parashat Va'era is take those same feelings, that same inspiration, excitement, understanding of awe, of the majesty, of the importance of that person, of that occasion, of that occurrence, and just channel it to your relationship with Borei Olam, with God as well. Be able to understand a malchut shamaim, a monarchy of, of, king, of, of, of heaven, that kingdom of the majestic all-being, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and see it and appreciate it in real time as you see malchut de'araz, you feel the important people and situations in this world as well. Baruch Adonai